Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host Denise Messenger for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today, which is April 14th, 2016. Today, we're going to learn about dieting and different ways of looking at that approach. Our special guest is Ellie Savoy, and she is the author of the book Stop Dieting and Start Living. She's an inspirational speaker a progressive health and wellness empowerment coach, and we are going to have just a great show. We're going to be talking about the yo-yo dieters and how to get off that diet merry-go-round permanently. (laughs) So let's bring her on to our show now. Hello, Ellie. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Denise. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Thank you. I like to start my show out by asking my guest, how did you get on the path that you're on today? Because you're in a very interesting field. Yes. Well, um, it started in 2011 when I had a what I call a gift in disguise, um, a wake-up call, really. I went for my annual GYN exam, and I... Uh, ended up having to go for an, an ultrasound, uh, and basically it revealed I had two uterine fibroids, and I was given four options. Um, three involved surgery, one of which was a hysterectomy, oh. and the other one was to do nothing. And the thought of surgery was uh, scary to me. I've never, you know, knock on wood, spent a day in a hospital or had any kind of surgery, and. I've lived, you know, many, many years stressed out more than I wasn't, and my weight just seemed to be getting, uh, I was getting heavier and heavier as I got older, and I knew that I needed to change, and this was really that catalyst for change. So I sought out to heal my body naturally, and I went on a a hormone rejuvenation, homeopathic uh, program for three cycles and in doing that what I realized is that I enjoyed the slowing down of my life I enjoyed taking care of myself and you know I jumped in with both feet there was um, a financial commitment to this and I and I just didn't want to waste the time and money I wanted to really apply myself to it and the rewards have been phenomenal the fibroids uh, did shrink they didn't go away completely but that doesn't bother me um, what what really I think is really amazing is that I 
start I lost the weight naturally without going on a diet for the first time and I got healthy in the process. So it's 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 a win win and that's why um I thought, you know, I've always loved helping people in any way. It's just mm-hmm. you know, my parents always called me the gift giver in the family. But I I've always loved to just do that. And so that's why I share this now with other women because it is such an area of, of a struggle for so many people, you know, always going on a diet for weight loss or like two, you know, we, we tend to think that we have two options, either be on a diet or, you know, deal with the excess weight and just eat what we want. And it doesn't have to be one or the other. There is a nice in between. And as I discovered, and I, what I do to help others, is that when we focus on being healthy, the weight really takes care of itself. So that's, that's what led me to, uh, to do this. Hmm. That's really interesting. Well, when you talk about uh, focusing on being healthy, what do you mean? Well, really to become invested in how you feel. So let's say someone has an ongoing headache and rather than just take a pill and, and push, you know, push forward to to really start to listen to the body and what's going on and to say, well, you know, did I have a bad night's sleep or do I need an adjustment in my neck? Um, am I stressed out? Am I dehydrated? And and become more conscious Um, actually in my book I write about you and your body are the ultimate best friends you know we often treat other people better than we treat ourselves or we Mm -hmm. treat our cars better than we treat ourselves so it's creating this this nice um, caring loving relationship with ourselves because when we when we're invested in the way we feel we are going to make better choices for ourselves instead of keep coming up with excuses, even if we don't see them as excuses. Uh, They could be an excuse in disguise. You know, we don't have enough time to do something. So, um, Well, yeah, it's really a new consciousness. If you have an ache or a pain, rather than take an aspirin for it, start asking yourself. That's a symptom. Yeah, the the body, I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's a phenomenal... Uh, communicator you know it lets us know when something isn't when when it's not well it's not happy with something Um, you know if we if we get let's say indigestion or acid reflux or something some troubling part of digestion after eating um, the body is letting us know it didn't like what we did so Mm -hmm. you know so many people will take those anti-acid pills or just um ignore it altogether but it's 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 a mindset shift you know it's like well what's my body trying to tell me it's like a child that can't speak yet you know it's 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 communicating in their own way to get our attention and uh, show us what they want and our body is the same it's 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 always communicating with us we just have to listen and then once we become interested and stop worrying about the weight but really focus on how we feel um, you know, that's really when the magic starts to happen. And then we more we do it, the better we feel. And the better we feel, the more we want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's just say that um, 
somebody is in this position where they're really stressed out and they have more weight on them than they would like and they're not feeling good, what do they start with? Wow, that's a that's a great question. Um, gosh, it depends on the situation, of course. I mean, uh-huh. we all have a lot going on today, and I think um, so. What I discover on my travels with people I work with in the beginning that there's it just seems like there's no hope. Like, where do you start? How can you make changes? But we, we we can't do it all. I used to think I was superwoman and I could do everything. I, I didn't stop until I couldn't go anymore, and that's not healthy. You know, I would just burn myself out and rest and then go back again. But we really need to look at what we can let go of because the stress, um, you know, it, is, it can create weight gain as well. So we, we just live in a fast-paced society today where it's, it, it's go, 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 go. And if we don't say, listen, I can't keep going, something has to change, that, that's a really good place to stop, to just take a step back and take a good, honest look at things. You know, it's like I, I always say progression, not perfection, because when – when our, our lives feel like they're out of, spinning out of control because there's just so much to do, or let's say we have you know, a lot of weight that we want to lose, it just seems like it's unattainable, and where do you start? And instead of looking at the mountaintop, I say just look down at your feet and take that first step from where you are because it's in the forward motion that the momentum gains, and that's where we can start to make these healthier changes. So I would say, um, you know, reviewing what's going on in our lives and looking at where we can make some changes uh, to cut back and reclaim ourselves is probably a good place to start. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So you wrote the book Stop Dieting, Start Living, and let's talk about your book. What are some of your favorite chapters? Well, um, I anytime the the first let me I've got my book here actually I think um, yes in in the, it's based on five foundations and they all begin with P so the first foundation is priorities and the first chapter is called Are you missing from your life? which kind of ties in with what we just said about um, looking at what's going on and seeing where we can cut back. And any time I ask somebody this question, are you missing from your life? I mean, it's just a resounding, like, yes, oh, my God. It's like, you know, people are just so intrigued by the question because I think so many people are just deprived of, you know, not just sleep deprived anymore, but deprived of, even having five minutes to themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, that, that's a really good question to ask ourselves. You know, are we missing from our own lives? Um, and in the beginning, I sort of share my story about, um, I, I shared a bit as we got on the air here, but um, if we don't, um, if, if, we, if we don't, 
make ourselves a priority. If we, as women, we tend, you know, we're taught that we have to take care of everything and everybody. And so we tend to put ourselves last or, or on the list or we're not even on the list. And so um, I actually wrote a manifesto that I include in my book. And um, <laughs> when I started to write it, I felt a bit strange about it because it ended up being a letter to the body. And uh, every time I read it out loud, it gives me goosebumps. And I think that because it really resonates with people. I like to use a lot of common sense with things because I think so much of that has gone out the window and we need to bring it back and simplify things. So I use examples such as, um, you know, we wouldn't put diesel in an unleaded gas car because we know that it would damage the engine. We charge up our mobile devices because we wouldn't want to be without them, and yet we're not charging up our own bodies, and we're often putting in the wrong fuel. So um, another one I put is that we overfill our days, weeks, and months, um, and we, but we, we don't overfill our blenders or our suitcases when we travel. So it's, it's about making these connections and declaring to ourselves that we will start to charge ourselves up, we will start to put the right fuel in our bodies, we'll stop overfilling our days so that there's no time for us. And so it's like, it's a letter to ourselves about what we're going to commit to and how we're going to make some changes. And I think the the simplicity piece is something that I'm, I'm conveying all the time through my work, is that if we keep it simple, then it's doable. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we, we don't need something that's really complicated. We don't need a complicated formula or something we can't remember. You know, people often tell me, oh, when I pulled up to get my gas after I've spoken with you, I was, I was thinking about what you said. Or, or, you know, if they've read my book, they'll, people will share this type of thing with me. And that means the book is doing its work. I didn't write it so that... I was looking for, you know, some accolade or something. I wrote it because I really wanted to get this message across to people that are struggling in this area. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, even if people don't have a weight issue, um, they're struggling with their health. They're struggling with, uh, it's almost like being pleased that you got through another day, you know, because there's so much going on. So, um in all, in any, in any cases, it's like when I hear feedback like this, it's just such a, it's so nice because I feel like yes, it's 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 um, being received in 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 the essence that I wrote it, that it's it's helping people to change their lives, and that that's the main thing. So that's yeah, good. it's very very good. What's the biggest um, challenge that you see people face? Well, I would say the the two main ones are time and money. It, you know, people people if they have if they have the the time, mm-hmm. then they think they don't have the money to to buy better quality foods. And if they if they have the money, then they might not have the time. And sometimes, you know, people just say they don't have the time or the money. But most people are spending. Let's just say an average of ten dollars a day 
on whether it's a cup of coffee, um, something for lunch, a snack, uh, something at the drive-through. It's a very modest num- uh, amount of money. It's, it's probably a lot more than that for some people. But let's say $10 a day. Well, that's $70 a week, which can buy a lot of healthy foods. So, so much of this is really a mindset shift. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we tend to think that convenience is our friend and, oh, we'll, we'll go out to dinner. We'll just do this. It's quick. I won't have to cook. But at the end of the day, at some point, convenience is going to become a very inconvenient thing because all those shortcuts we're taking and eating um, uh, nutrient-deficient foods, then we're shortchanging ourselves. And we're, it's going, it, the, the inconvenience is going to show up by, not, by having some disease or some illness or just not feeling well in general. And then when, we don't, when we're not able to uh, go through the day and do our normal things, uh, then we've, we're losing quality time. So it, it just it seems like such a hard thing to do for people to to really embrace getting on a healthier path. Now, for me, I would say it started about 10 years or more ago where I was trying to get on a healthier path, trying to make some healthier choices, my husband and I, actually. And over the years, you know, we we sort of progressed a bit, and then we, we would, you know, we would stop. And, and then we'd sort of pick it up again, and then we would stop. But then since 2011, when I got that diagnosis, it, it's become a lifestyle since then. And we're both uh, in our 50s. Neither one of us are on medication, and that's the way we like it. If something shows up for us, we, we address it through, um, through diet, or some kind of a tweak if, if it's necessary. My husband used to get gout, actually, and um, he... It's basically, you know, from the uric acid buildup in the body. But mm-hmm. once he was eating a more alkaline diet and not so much acidic foods, he hasn't had a gout flare-up in I don't know how long it is now. So, but at the, I mean, it's such a painful thing that he would need medication to get the the swelling under control. Of and course. The pain. But um, but now, I mean, he hasn't, I forget how many years it is since he's had a flare-up. Um, so you see, it's it's food, I, I, I treat food like, like medicine. Yeah, that is my medicine. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I was just on another interview the other day, and I, and I happened to mention that um, I, I, I think of the farm as the pharmacy, like F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. It's the pharmacy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that it's. It, food, food is medicine, like Hippocrates said. Let food be thy medicine, and medicine be thy food. So that's always where I turn to. I, I'm very. I mean, I I can't swallow pills actually, but I I just be. It doesn't interest me at all. It's certainly not something I would look to do, um, without doing other research. So, um, yeah. What is your diet? I don't have a diet. <laughs> I'm I'm the no diet lady. No, that that's a good point no. because no, I know but, what you're but what I meant what I meant I know what I meant was what do you eat? That's a better yeah, way to I, state it. What do you yes, eat? Yes, and, and and that's great because uh, I know I was teasing you, Denise. 
the, the word <laughs> diet is so misused in our society because our diet is literally what we eat. But we associate the word diet with um, some kind of deprivation or rules. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> So, um, so basically, well, I'm not deprived and I don't have any rules. Um, the main thing I have done is remove the chemicals. Um, I've, I don't eat uh, processed foods, and that can be confusing for people because, uh, well, what is processed foods? Well, it's basically anything that comes in a box, a tin, a packet, uh, and no, actually, that I, I do eat some things that come packaged, but very few. But the things, for example, I'll eat rice pasta. All that's in there is, is, is just that. There's no, like, added salt or preservatives or anything like that. It is just literally that. Um, I eat uh, Love Mary's Gone crackers. All that's in there are the grains the seeds and the grains, no chemicals, no additives, preservatives, all of that. So anytime I do buy something like that, um, you know, I want to encourage your listeners to Mm -hmm. really read the label, not just the fancy marketing on the packet like, um, you know, um, gluten-free, low-sugar, antioxidants, lowers cholesterol, you know, all of this, I, I... say it's it's the fashion of food it's it people think and people are busy so i used to literally if i could have if i had wings i would have been flying around a supermarket years ago because i felt like i didn't have time to be in there but now um I've, i shop at a a really nice uh farm health food store now but um the point is is that just not to be drawn in by by the the packaging itself and to read the label. So basically I don't, I don't have chemicals in my diet um, and that's huge because so many things are over-processed today and there's that high fructose corn syrup um, that's yeah. causing havoc with people's health. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many of these things, are, they cause the inflammation and inflammation is known as the silent killer you know, unfortunately, True. But it's it's the inflammation in 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 people's bodies today that's you know causing havoc with their health. So most of my shopping cart is loaded with fresh produce, and uh, actually I did go grocery shopping today, mm-hmm. and um, so I'll get uh, things like. Uh, Nuts, we, we like nuts, so I get cashews and almonds. Um, I've got some sunflower seeds. I get things from the bulk bin section. But um, in terms of actual packets and things, it's, it's really minimal. So tonight I made a uh, – I've got a spiral slicer, and it's a really handy gadget. And if anybody's listening and they have children, kids would love to do this. You just sort of – it's a handle on the top, and you turn it, and you put a zucchini in, and it comes out like spaghetti. Oh, how fun! So it's a raw, <laughs> yeah. So it's a raw food, and so there's, you know, it's got all its en- enzymes intact. There's nothing to worry about with um, with wheat or you know gluten or anything. And then I made this uh, primavera that I haven't made before, and it was uh, let's see, garlic, leek, uh, asparagus. 
I put some, I shredded some carrot, put that in, and some peas, frozen peas. And then I made a pesto in my Cuisinart that was um, garlic, oil, basil, uh, sun-dried tomatoes, and hemp seeds. I think that was it. Oh, my goodness. I had already, when my husband came home, because, you know, it's getting, well, we don't eat late anyway, but I was getting mm-hmm. on the air with you at 7 here. I'm on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, oh, my God, what is this? It's so delicious. And it doesn't take long, and it's not out of a packet. And I do buy organic produce. So um, that's what we had for dinner tonight. Uh, simple, fresh, delicious, healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, alkaline, you know, you name it. It's like it's it's a really delicious, healthy meal, and um, that's I just love to do it now. But trust me, it wasn't always like that, and I grew into it because um, I love to do it now. Yeah, I would I would think that the recipes um, you probably tried a lot of different ones before you came up with your main staples. Um, you know I've. Yes and no. I, I'm not a fancy cook. I mean, to me, a simple meal would be some salmon, uh, broccoli, and a baked potato. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really into uh, the whole sort of gourmet spend, spend hours in the kitchen. So I think I, I make tasty meals. I'm certainly mm-hmm. not a gourmet cook, but the key is to keep it simple because if, if something's going to take too long, we're not likely to do it anyway. So I always encourage people to um, to do something that is not going to take too long and then cook in batches as well because then you can have a few things on the go all the time. But I, I do have um, – I, I, I never advocate eating one way. Like, I know there's some diehard uh, raw food is, and that's fine if that works for them. You know, vegetarians, uh, uh, people that are vegetarians, vegans. But for me, I, I do eat uh, meat. I've never been a big meat eater. But what's important to me now is that the, that it's not a factory, it, the animal is not factory farmed. It's not mass produced. So, where I live in the Hudson Valley in New York, um, I'm very fortunate to have lots of lots of local farms around, and so I support local all the way as far as mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. And so um, that works for me. You know, our body types we're all unique. So uh, my body does well with a small amount of animal protein. So um, you know, let's say I cook a chicken. Um, depends on the season. If it's the summer months, we'll have some salad or um, some uh, roasted vegetables that are then, you know, we eat them room temperature. And if it's the winter months, um, we're having warmer foods, you know, slower cooked casseroles, that type of thing. But I I keep it simple. I I don't overcomplicate it. And, uh, you know, if anybody comes for dinner, I, I, I kind of tend to do the same things because I know that, you know, I have it down pat, and I know that and everybody loves it. So I do some raw things, and, the, and actually the raw things uh, don't take long at all. I, my Cuisinart and my, um, my Vitamix, which is my high-speed blender, those things are always active in, in our kitchen. And, interesting. Um, really yeah. interesting. I, I'm, I'm enjoying you sharing 
your kitchen with us. Oh, it's it's busy. It's a busy kitchen, but it's not. Uh, I'm not in there for hours at a time. But there's always some. There's you know, I'm always on the go with something in there. But um, that. Do you eat dairy? Not really. Um, in fact, I don't recall now when I really stopped eating as much dairy as I used to. I, I, it, it wasn't really a conscious decision, actually, Denise. It was, it was more that this, I just grew into this. You know, it, was such a, it became such a passion of mine that I just sort of kept increasing. I kept kicking it up a notch. I just kept looking at more and doing more. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I had a problem with dairy particularly, although I know lots of people do. Um, but it's just I kept sort of upgrading. And then what used to um, – the foods that I used to be drawn to just suddenly weren't things that I was interested in anymore. But I think it's, you know, it's, uh, it helps a lot of people to uh, cut down on, you know, reduce or, or eliminate dairy. Because it's it's hard to um, it's hard to digest. When you uh, make a baked potato, what do you put on it? Real butter. <laughs> okay. Grass fed <laughs> real butter. Because I was going to yeah. like, oh man, a potato, just a potato, even with spices, it's awfully dry. <laughs> um. Yeah, usually just uh, well, if it's a sweet potato, which I oh, do yeah, more of than than a white, yeah, than a white potato, um, right. it's it's already quite sweet. And oh sure, sure. Yeah, sometimes I might put a bit of cinnamon on, but generally, and, and not too much butter, but um, <laughs> I find it quite flavorful. I do oh, have lots of different con- lots of different condiments. Um, I like mm-hmm. to use nutritional yeast. It's got lots of B vitamins in it. And it's sort of like a bit of a cheesy flavor. So I'll put that on. Uh, we love to have raw fermented sauerkraut. I know I'm probably like, you know, maybe the listeners are running for the hills now. It's like raw fermented sauerkraut. <laughs> oh, it sounds terrible. No, oh, no it's, it's really very healthy for, for you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, all these things kind of jazz it up a bit. Um, and again, yeah, it thinking- wasn't like I went, I'm sorry. I'm thinking- so I would think you use a lot of sauces, different sauces to flavor things. Or no? No, I don't. No, really, I don't. No. I don't. I don't buy things. I, I mean, my fridge drawer. No, no. But, I mean, I mean um, you could make the sauces with your cuisine. Yeah. 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 Like I made the the pesto tonight for this primavera mm-hmm. in the cuisinart. Mm-hmm. Um, no, our fridge door used to be full of things like salad dressings and marinades and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't buy any of that anymore because, um, you know, if you read that ingredient list, there's a lot of stuff in there. And if you can't pronounce it, definitely don't buy it. <laughs> mm. So I, I assume no. that when I assume when you snack, if you snack at all, it would be the the nuts and and fruits and vegetables. Is that basically it? Yep, I do like to eat my cashews. That's one of my favorite nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to, because I have about, I would say definitely two at a minimum, different things of leftovers in the fridge. So there there could be some meat, some veggies, some salad, you know, whatever we've had. 
Um, I love to make a sunflower herb pate, and uh, that will sit in, you know, when I make it, it's in the fridge, and then I might get some Mary's crackers and put that on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But but I tend to think of snacks now like mini meals. So I'll I'll grab what's ever in the fridge. And somebody asked me recently, actually, um, do I have three meals a day, and do I eat them at the same time each day? And I, and I said, actually, I don't. I think it's good to have some regularity. Like, I, I never eat really late at night, for example, and I mm-hmm. always eat breakfast, um, and I always have lunch. But it's not like, you know, I'm going to make sure I eat my lunch at 1 o'clock. It's somewhere mm-hmm. between 12 and 2 that I'll have my lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I'm, if I, I'm usually up really early, and so after I've done my exercising, I, around 10 o'clock, I'm hungry. So I'm not going to wait till lunchtime. I'll have um, I'll have a little something just to tide mm-hmm. over. And I and I do love chocolate. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> not that I, not, not that I <laughs> eat it at ten o'clock, but um, I yes I buy dark chocolate. Again, I call it an upgrade. Um, it's yeah, you know there's no chemicals sure. in it, but <laughs> I I do I do love chocolate. And then breakfast yeah. would be do you eat eggs? Not very often. Um, certainly not. Ten, yeah, tend not to during the week. Sometimes I'll have an omelette with my husband on the weekend. He's actually really good at the eggs. <laughs> I I always get them to stick in the pan, but I don't know. He's he's the egg maker around here. He does a really great job, and I'm happy to let him do it. Well, you know, um, a little a little trick for your for your eggs is uh, coconut oil in the pan. Ah, yes. I haven't cooked with that in a while. We usually use ghee. Mm-hmm. Well, coconut oil has has so many wonderful properties, and it it does some incredible things for the body. I mean, it's a very very healthy oil. Yeah, I I usually well I shouldn't say usually some it's it's in my cupboard where I have all the superfoods like the, the the maca and the chia seeds and the hemp seeds and all that that we put in our smoothies. So sometimes I'll put it in with the smoothie. But the coconut oil also lives in our bathroom because we use it on our face. It's mm-hmm. our it's our moisturizer. <laughs> so um, yeah. well, it is a very uh, healthy fat, though. Well, it is a healthy fat, and you can actually lose weight with it as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. Isn't it amazing how? Actually, years ago, probably 20 years ago on one of my diets, I did a a low-fat diet. Uh, Everything had to be four grams of fat or less. And, you know, we're told, aren't we, that uh, fat's the devil, that we need it. But but the healthier fats, um, you know, and the coconut oil is a healthy fat. Mm-hmm. And, and it's no mm-hmm. one. It's no wonder people often don't know what to do because the, the the area of nutrition can be so confusing. With people saying do this and and somebody else saying don't do that, um, so it can it can send people spinning at times. <laughs> but um, to, to, you know, yeah. to, I, again, for me, what happened when I became interested, then I, I sought out. Um, these different options and and was then listening to my body and and what it was telling me about what worked for me um that's why i don't think diets work really because that it, it can't be a one size fits all and many of them not all of them some of them are based on philosophies but they're they're still loaded it, it's it, the emphasis is on the weight loss not not mm-hmm. not health and so mm-hmm. You know, when I was counting points numerous times, the products, 
um, still had chemicals in them. You know, tons of ingredients. So it's no point, you know, being slim if you're not healthy. I mean, again, if you focus on the health, the weight um, will pretty much take care of itself. So that's that's my message, and I I love to share that because when we feel well, oh, our lives are so enriched. It's it's just such a game changer to wake up refreshed and not feel anxious about the day and um, enjoy making a meal. You know, it's it's just such a game changer. And mm-hmm. it's it's really, really worth the investment. It's really worth taking that first step and really getting started. Yeah. It, it really is. I do agree with you that it is a time thing and it is a money thing. And, of course, now uh, food is becoming very expensive. And it's really biting into to families' um, uh, budgets. Now, granted, yeah. uh, granted, vegetables are probably the least expensive of most foods. Uh, but the fruits are becoming quite expensive, and particularly if you're buying, you know, organic. Mm. So. Well, there's, um, there's um, do you, Denise, do you know about the website? Um, Oh, let me, I'm just, yes, I think it's on the ewg.org website uh-huh. where they have, it stands for Environmental Working Group. Yes. And they uh-huh. have um, the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. Yes. So that's a really good resource if, if your listeners want to go there because um, their recommendation, so they share the, the, the Clean 15 and mm-hmm. so those so if somebody is on a budget, uh those would be the vegetables that um you wouldn't necessarily have to worry so much about buying organic. But the dirty dozen are the ones like um uh, berries are very loaded with pesticides. They're sprayed so much. So they would be one to say, Well, I'll go for the organic version of those because um it you know, it it's going to be better for my health. Correct. It, it, uh, this, I know, I, I understand. I mean, trust me, I, I've had times in my life where I've had to watch my pennies. And, but, again, with a mindset shift, if, if somebody is spending, you know, $10 a day on coffee and this, that, and the next thing, and they want to look to make some healthy changes, they could put that money towards some of these things on the Dirty Dozen list. So that they can get oh, of started. course, of course, of course. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I completely agree it's, with you. It's, uh, it's, a lot of it's, times, I always say, sorry, Denise, go ahead. A lot of times we end up developing certain habits that can be rather costly, you know, smoking, having your, your coffee two, three, four times a day, you know, that, that you purchase out from some vendor. Yeah. Um, you know, you can kind of go on and on with the list. So it, yeah. it's a question of, well, what am I going to give up so that I can start feeling better and put those exactly. resources towards something healthier in my life? Exactly. Yeah, because I, I refer to it in my book as um, an invest. Is it an investment or an expense? Because getting sick is very expensive. Um, you know, cancer is big business today. Everybody knows somebody who's been touched by that, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, even for themselves. And so, 
it's just it, it, it all these things are very costly even if we have insurance you know you've got out-of-pocket expenses time lost from work so just sort of making that mindset shift and spending a few extra dollars each week on something uh, to improve, you know, uh, what we're what we're ingesting is, is certainly an, an, a fabulous investment. I mean, our health to, um, to me, my health is everything. Without mm-hmm. it, I, I, without it, it's nothing is the same. So, oh, um, oh, very yeah. much so. So, you know, and and what we're we're discussing is is a repeat from a lot of my different shows over the years um, of guests. You know, everybody pretty much comes up with the same conclusion. Mm. You need to take care of your health or you have nothing. Exactly. Yeah, my my dad used to say to me, even in my 20s actually, uh, because this pattern of mine started in my 20s. I don't know if it was in my teens, but... uh, I, I would have this go, 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 thinking I, I could, you know, that my body was a machine. And then I, as I said earlier, I, I would get so burnt out. And, and my dad would say to me, there's only one person that could change it. And mm-hmm. of course, that person was me. So mm-hmm. it always comes down to us, doesn't it? You know, nobody else can do it for us. We have to want to do it for ourselves. That's true. You you have to definitely have the motivation to do it. And food preparation, you you have to have a lot of self-discipline and take the time to do it. Yeah. Not always easy. No, but um, we can make it. We, we, we can do things like... We kind of put our own barriers up sometimes, don't we? You know, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's just if we say yes to ourselves, then um, we, we we can make the changes. We can get started. Even if we used to go out about four nights a week on average. I'm talking several years ago now. And uh, we must have been spending at least $200 a week on going out because I couldn't mm-hmm. be bothered to cook, because I I was too stressed out. I was overworked. Um and it, it just becomes a habit. And really, if you think about it, you know, the time to drive somewhere, the time to wait for something, sit sit there and eat it, it's, <laughs> you can get a meal on the table quicker than what you can to go out. And, <laughs> then, you know what, and then you know what you're eating because you've prepared mm-hmm. it. Um, so, yeah. you know, it's funny. I never used to think like that. I mean, I used to love going out all the time, but... Um, I'm certainly very different now. I, I often take my own food with me. So many places, wherever I go, I've always got, I say I'm the traveling food lady. I've always got something with me. But uh, it's just, I, I love to do it. I really do. Oh, well, that's You know, I, I think it's wonderful to have that kind of a passion for life and to have made it a very healthy lifestyle. And you're, um, you're, you definitely inspire a lot of people. For that type of change, is there anything else you wanted to share with us? Um, well, whoever's listening, I would say to if if you're not feeling well, or mm-hmm. you are not not happy with your weight, um, or both, to really make a decision and say just just don't worry about all the details, just. Just make a decision that you're going to start 
um, becoming invested in yourself and your health. And then, you know, when our antenna is up, um, it, it will be revealed. I mean, I'd love for people to um, get, get, they can get a free copy of my book on my website, um, and that will be a great place to start. Uh, you know, if there's quite a few reviews now on Amazon about it. I'm thrilled that people are enjoying it. So uh, that's available. Um, I am a, a, a holistic health coach, so um, you know, if somebody is interested in that too, I'm available. Um, Wonderful. But just yes, but just uh, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and this is a a lifelong journey. It's not it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, and so it just starts with um, taking that first step. Actually, one thing I do want to share, if we have time, is that. When when I used to say, right, this is it. This is I'm I'm losing this weight for good, and I I clear out the kitchen and I you know deprive myself. But that's really that's a recipe for failure because every time we remove everything that we like, we're going to crave it. So I taught I like to say progression, not perfection, and take baby steps. So that. Um, because when we look at it as a sprint, oh, get everything out, and it's, 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 a, and it's not an overnight thing. It's a lifelong journey. But to just um, don't get rid of all your stuff. I mean, who tells you to do that? I say uh-huh. don't, get rid of all, don't get rid of all your junk. Just choose one or two things this week that you can upgrade, that you can look, read a label and say, well, I, there's too many things in this product. Let me look for one that has something less. Um, and it's a real eye-opener. So just sort of go slowly with this. Start to become interested. You know, uh, last year my husband and I went to see some friends down on the south, uh, southeast here in the U.S., and anytime we go anywhere, I'm always looking for, you know, online first, where the health food store is and all this mm-hmm. stuff that we do. They, she, Her dog, um, uh, she was giving, somebody had given her some... Um, Oh gosh, what's the name? I've forgotten the name off the top of my head. Um, a, a, a really good quality oil. It's it, it's lived in the fridge. I, I'm forgetting it right now. But anyway, she said, "Oh, I'd love to find some of that again. I just don't know where to get it." Well, we went into a health food store that was about a mile from her house and brought some home for her dog. Oh. She said, "Where did you?" She said, "Where did you get this?" So we told her, she said, I didn't know it was there because it wasn't on her radar. She wasn't looking for that type of a place. Mm-hmm. So when we, when we um, shift our, our you know, thoughts and, we, we, yeah, we, we shift our thinking, then things start to show up, right? That's just the way it works. So, really um, is. Yeah, so just sort of take that first step and don't worry about all the details because things will start to fall into place well that's just wonderful would you would you tell our listeners um your website yes it's actually my name yep it's Mm -hmm. ellie e-l-l-i-e savoy s is in sam a v for victor o-y dot com and that's where they can get the free book and um learn a bit more about me if they're interested wonderful well, you've been just a delightful guest. I loved getting into your kitchen today and um, learning your philosophy. Your book is Thank really you. good. Stop 
dieting start living. Yeah, Thanks I know for joining. you said you enjoyed it. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Thank I you. Really, I really Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Denise. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, listeners, that's our show for today. Please join us again next Thursday. We'll have another really interesting guest for you, another new learning experience. Take care. Bye-bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at KnowledgeWorksPub.com. Be sure to visit GotCancerNowWhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What?